Hi, and welcome to The Language Lie. A podcast about idioms. I'm Ingrid. I'm Casey. Hey, Casey, how's it going? Never been better. What about you? Never been better. We're cool. both operating on a thousand pistons. Is that a thing? Okay. Today? Doing great. Wow. I think you only have a few pistons at one time, right? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to... Another question, please. Okay. <laughs> Next question. I have some follow-up. I was just going to ask you if you had some follow-up. Yeah, it's not really crazy follow-up, but I was talking to a friend the other day, and they were like, oh my god, you took my suggestion. You did skin of my teeth. And I was like, you've never suggested that. <laughs> and apparently they did. Oh no, who is this friend? His name's Chad. I know him from the gym that I go to. Okay. Um, apparently when he found out that we did this, he mentioned skin of my teeth. I don't remember this conversation and it got, at all. it got absorbed into your subconscious? Into my subconscious, mm -hmm. yes. And so I would like to just reiterate that I do actually take listener requests. <laughs> I don't think he was a listener at that point in time, so. Well, shout out to... I don't know him anything. Shout out to Chad, and I feel like hey, we Chad. do owe him something. <laughs> We're glad you're listening, and thanks for um, giving Casey subliminal cues for really fun idioms. I liked that one. Do you have any follow-up? I have no follow-up. Cool. Been, Let's dive right in. It's been a week. Let's do it. Hey, Casey, you want to know about an idiom? I would love to okay today's idiom is the world is your oyster oh interesting mm. cool what does this one mean the, uh you can have anything you want um the opportunities are abound abound the around <laughs> they abound around you yeah yeah that's that's great you could hit the nail on the head sorry you're to... a white male in america <laughs> Yeah. Like, I elegance. Sorry, you're an old white male in America. Oh, I feel yeah, like the yeah. young white males are not, this is not yeah. their, their idiom. There was so much. Unless there's generational wealth. Yes. Maybe. Unless you got your wealth from the old white man that was giving yeah. it to you. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of stuff that's like, not to jump ahead to the examples, but the first one is. We what, can. We can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. The world is our oyster. It is also true. I mean, the world of this particular podcast is our oyster. Is, yes. The first example is when I was 29, I was a millionaire. You come from nothing and suddenly the world is your oyster. Think of all the opportunities before you. I'm like, when I was 29? I want to be a millionaire at 29. <laughs> I think Sorry. they mean like, I think they mean like in an emotional sense more. Like. What? My mom says this all the what time. What 29-year-olds have a millionaire emotional sense none i mean like, i actually think i did but a wealth of emotional understanding <laughs> i none. didn't i didn't have a wealth of emotional of understanding but i did definitely feel like i could do anything in the world right mm. at 29 yeah oh that was me at like 22 <laughs> <laughs> i just carried that feeling on for a little longer than mm. most people i think I think I probably still have it. And I'm like, at what point are you going to stop believing that, Ingrid? No, never. You should never stop. Thanks. You shouldn't either. Hey, thanks. Can you give me that actual definition? Yes. I would like to say this is from idioms.thefreedictionary.com. One can do anything one wants in life. 
Mm. And every definition I found is a variation on that. Cool. Examples are what I said. 29-year-old millionaires. I'm just like, I have not stopped thinking about how my life would have been different if I was a millionaire at 29. (laughs) You haven't stopped thinking that since you were 29? No, since you mentioned it moments ago. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been, we would have had different lives. So the next example I will give actually leads into the origins, but would you like to guess the origins? So I think... Oysters have... No, they don't. Those are... Which one has the pearl? Oyster. oyster can have a pearl. Okay. Yes. Something to do with that. That is a symbol of the earth, the globe, round <laughs> and valuable. This is fun to watch. I... This is... This hurts my brain. I don't know. You were... That's great. A, a wise fisherman. I was at a bar the other night and... um they had a movie playing and it was the lighthouse which is about these two lighthouse people but they're kind of like our piratey <laughs> and so i just imagine maybe that's subconsciously in my head influencing what i think of this origin but basically i picture like a an old seaman talking about our do you know about these arsters god <laughs> Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, okay. continue. Take it away. Please take it away from me. <laughs> That's amazing. So this is from, I'm not going to tell you where it's from until, yeah, whatever. I'll do it and do it. So this is from nosweatshakespeare.com. Isn't it no so, fear Shakespeare? This is, the website is called No Sweat Shakespeare, so... Perhaps they should be less relied upon than No Fear Shakespeare. Mm. This is, the world is your oyster is saying is often said to young people about to embark on adult life. It simply means that everything is open to one. And if one is lucky, they could encounter something special. Like a pearl. Like a pearl. They say the saying has mysteriously evolved from its original appearance in Shakespeare's comedy, The Merry Wives of Windsor. And they, this is everywhere. Everywhere you find it, it's from The Merry Wives of Windsor. So he made it up? Yeah. Hmm. I don't believe it. You find this suspicious. <laughs> I feel like he didn't make things up. He took them from other places. I mean, yes, but I am sure that original source did not write it down. So So he got it. This is the first yeah. He got He's a lot the of Jeff things. Bezos of early theater. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, Oh, Shakespeare's so cool. <laughs> I don't think he made a lot of money, so no. he's not really the Jeff Bezos of he but. still has a monopoly on most of the English language. He's real dead, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what he and Jeff Bezos do not have in common. <laughs> Jeff Bezos sure? will never die. <laughs> <laughs> he does seem kind of immortal. He's been eating the blood of... Small children. Yes. Sorry to our young listeners. That's okay. not real. <laughs> it's not real. It's just a joke. <laughs> This says it's slightly misquoted, as is often the case with Shakespeare references. The actual quote is the world's mine oyster. So I loved this one because it comes from Falstaff, who is one of my favorite Shakespeare characters. Do you know who Falstaff is? Mm-mm. He's the, like, rube. He's the kind of, plays the comic role. Okay. Uh, it, it, he's like a bumbling idiot most of the time. Oh, so me. <laughs> no. You're not a bumbling idiot, Casey. Okay. Okay. 
is a con man planning to con two Windsor women out of their money. He has his usual disreputables around him, among them a man called Pistol, who utters the immortal line, the world's mine oyster during a conversation about money. The conversation goes, Falstaff, I will not lend thee a penny. Pistol says, why then the world's mine oyster, which I with sword will open. Falstaff says. That is a very dangerous move. I I don't think you should open an oyster with a sword. Exactly. I mean, it could. All the things could happen. Yes. You open them with a small knife. Everyone knows this. Pistol. God, where have you been? Not at an oyster bake in South Carolina, clearly. Um, (laughs) I also think it might be called an oyster roast. Let me know why I'm wrong. Uh, It's an interesting, they say, they go on to say, it's an interesting metaphor as oysters are notoriously difficult to open. And we use special sharp tools to do it. Mm -hmm. In a sense, one has to use violence to open an oyster. So with Pistol, we have the image of him forcing Mm. the oyster to get to the pearl and of him using his sword, making it doubly violent. It's interesting, too, that the images of a food of those who live near the Thames, routinely eaten, but which very occasionally would offer one a life-changing discovery. Just like life. Interesting. So So that could change somebody's life back in the day. uh Uh-huh. How much are they worth, pearls? You know, I didn't look up a rate exchange. I should have. How much are pearls worth these days? I didn't look up a rate exchange. I'm sorry for my faulty research, guys. Wow. Jeez. From thepearlsource.com, the value of a pearl can vary dramatically depending on many factors, its type, its size, its color, etc. Mm-hmm. A wild pearl could be worth from a range of $300 to $1,500. Mm. It could change someone's life. So then... It goes on to say, or they, then I went to Stack Exchange. Everywhere on the internet says this thing from Falstaff Pistol. Falstaff. Uh, on Stack Exchange, they argue about the violence, that the violence has to be a part of it. More that it's just that Pistol realizes, like, I'll go and find my fortune elsewhere. So does the oyster willingly give up whatever is inside? No, it must be pried apart and can often be very difficult to do so, especially as the size of the oyster increases. But as the size of the oyster increases, so does the chance that any pearl contained therein will be larger. In any given oyster, there's a chance, but no guarantee, that a pearl lays within. So it is with life. If, if Falstaff had lent Pistol the money, then Pistol would not have needed to seek his fortune, pearl, by going out into the world, the oyster, and using what he already had, his sword and his skills. His sword would be the means of making his fortune, just as it would be to pry apart the shell of the oyster. The double meaning is a common literary device employed in Shakespeare. The use of an oyster as a metaphor for life also has a double meaning. The world holds the possibility of making a fortune, but it depends upon how hard one looks for and works at getting it. It may take a lot of work and trying a lot of different things before one finally makes one's fortune. Violence does not necessarily need to be part of it, but may. The sword, after all is nothing but a tool whose main use is as a weapon. It can, however, be used in peaceful ways as well. Yeah, I would still not use a sword. (laughs) I'm totally with you. Like, doesn't he also have a knife? (laughs) Can we just go and edit Shakespeare and be like, Mm -hmm. and my my knife with my knife, I will open it. My shucking tool? Yes. (laughs) Or this other sharp rock. 
I worked at a restaurant and would have to shuck oysters. Oh, gosh. And Casey. It, I know. It was a very low point. That was when I was 29, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was. Um, but it is so da- it's so dangerous. Yes. And would be more so with a sword. Oh, I would never even try it with a sword. Mm. I don't need a pearl that bad. Also, I, the other thing that stood out was people eating oysters out of the Thames. Mm-hmm. Seems like they'd be dirty. Yeah. I just needed to share that. <laughs> I thought that immediately upon reading that. I was like, mm. mm. That's gross. Maybe back in the... I mean, even... No, even back in the day, because they didn't have plumbing. Yeah. I think it was... No. It wasn't good there. So, I will say on Quora, people get into a firestorm about this idiom. I... If, like, if you want to get your popcorn and check that out, like... I couldn't go into all that, but we'll list a link in our show notes because that's something we're doing now for real. Yes. Uh, also, it's on our website now instead of on our Facebook. Great. As news to me as well as our listeners. Oh. Cool. Um, <laughs> thanks for doing I that. I thought we talked about that, but okay. <laughs> we did. I just didn't know any of us had followed through on it. So I'm going to text you this. Oh, oh, she's getting... I'm catching on to your game, man. Wow. All right. KK sent you an invite. <laughs> that's the last... That's your last text. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that was what you're going to read. Okay. What does that have to do with the world is my oyster? You smart aleck. A touch of madness once in a while is what we need. A little faith. In what's dark, what we cannot foresee. That's how we make or break our dreams and color our shadows. So I say unto you, cast your fears and welcome desire. The world is your oyster. (laughs) Was that good? That was so good. I think that's the best dramatic reading that's been done on this podcast. I think that I should just write poetry just so that I can read it like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. If you'd like me to give you some of my poetry so you can just read it like that. It sounds great. great. That's our new podcast, guys. Tune in. Casey reads Ingrid's poetry. (laughs) God, that would be amazing. Just come over sometime, Casey. Let's do that. (laughs) No, it's a new show. (laughs) <laughs> so that's from uh, The World is Your Oyster from the Dragonfly Dragonfly Collector by Clementine. Say that again? The World is Your Oyster. Is it the song? Yes. By the Dragonfly Dragonfly Collector. And then there was a little subtitle that was by Clementine. So I think the artist is possibly called Dragonfly Collector, but also Clementine. You can't have two names. I was very confused by it. <laughs> but Cool. Yes, I will we will put that up. Um there's also a Frankie Goes to Hollywood song from nineteen eighty four that was The World is Your Oyster. Uh-oh. But the lyrics the lyrics to that are just The World is My Oyster. Ha 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 Yeah yeah. The world is my oyster. Ha 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 ha. You should have sent that <laughs> on one. <laughs> December. I kinda wanted to, but <laughs> I'm really ha, glad ha. I didn't because Ha ha ha. Your dramatic reading of what we just did was perfect. I also just want to mention the only other thing I could find there's a song of The World is My Oyster is this actually like legitimately good song that I liked 
by a really tiny band called Cherokee Red, and it's on SoundCloud, and I will send it to you because I cool. think you might like it. We can put that up. Yeah, too. we can put that in the it show was, notes too on our website. Yes, I, I really liked it. Um, I was kind of found myself jamming out to it, but uh, there's no written lyrics anywhere, so I didn't have time to mm. go through and listen to everything and write it down well, over and over again. So wow. I thought this was a research-based podcast. It is. I found three songs. <laughs> uh, what about yeah. Miley Cyrus? Does she have a song about it? <laughs> Didn't find one for Miley Cyrus. Damn. That's going to be on you, dude. So that's it. That's your idiom. Cool. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. People using swords inappropriately. Men using swords inappropriately. They frequently do. In more ways than one. Indeed. So I have an international idiom. Oh, I also did one, but I'm so glad. I would rather, let's do yours. Uh, I just did it because I just remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. This is a Latvian idiom. Uh, I'm not going to say it because I don't know how to. (laughs) But I I don't feel like that's ever stopped us before. That is very true. I just don't know what these letters mean. (laughs) So I don't, I don't know how to approach it. Um, okay. Anyway, the English translation is to blow little ducks. Mm. And what it means is to talk some nonsense or to lie. Oh. So stop blowing little ducks, bro. I do That's like what I'm going to say. Accusing, <laughs> you're always accusing me of being a liar. I'm, so. I'm going to get in a fight with someone at a bar, like a tough guy, and be like, I know you're lying to me. Like, stop blowing little ducks, bro. And he's going to be like, what? And then just beat me up. You know, it is ACL right now, and there's a bunch of, like, drunk, crazy people downtown. Oh, my God. It's we perfect. We could go, yeah, find them and be like, yeah. stop blowing little ducks. Yeah. We could get... You and other people killed or and or arrested very quickly. Also, duck sounds close to something else. Yes. That would probably get me beat up. And, is, yes. Is and there. blowing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yes. There are dude bros like all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. I tried to go swimming last night. I did. But then, like, I was trying to leave the, the place, and, like, it's right down in that area. And I was like, what? How do I exit like you can't, you can't walk anywhere. There's just drunk people stumbling. Mm-hmm. No. How many people come to ACL? How many? It feels like there's a new city in the city currently. Um, oh my God! This is from Wikipedia. Approximately four hundred and fifty thousand people attend the festival over two weekends. That's, that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. I should. Airbnb my place. <laughs> what am I th- We should thinking? all be Airbnbing our places. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have to and they have I don't know. I mean oh I have God. a great location. I could be a millionaire. Actually, yes. The world is our oyster. Gonna, oh my God. You're gonna move out of your house. I'm moving today. <laughs> <laughs> come stay in come stay in my son's room. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Hey but uh sorry, can you scooch over? Um I'm a little <laughs> bit taller than you. Um, um Wow. That's crazy. It's crazy pants. Size of, that's the, actually the size of what Austin was when I moved here as an entire city. I'm just happy you know. So I have an idiom. We had an, a listener suggest that we call this segment of things you shouldn't say anymore. The no can do segment. 
which I like. Ooh, but, but except we're not supposed to say us. it. Yeah, I know. We're capitalizing on the thing. The thing. It's true. It's a good idea. Okay, okay well, if you, no can't do. <laughs> let's keep let's keep brainstorming. <laughs> um, so this week from words phrases that we should not say anymore. Dot com. <laughs> dot com. Dot org. Dot uk. Uh, it's grandfathered in. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't say this a lot. Anyways. I have definitely said it in certain... It, more like in businessy types of situations where like someone has a contract or something like that and uh, yeah. a rate okay. is, has been grandfathered in or whatever. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so let's hear about it. All right, this is from rd.com and they say, you're probably happy if you get grandfathered into a clause on your self implant that has extra value. The grandfather clause usually means you get the benefits of an earlier generation in quotation marks. However, the term originates with the practice of allowing voters in Southern states easier voting conditions if they had a grandpa who had voted before 1867. Guess who didn't have those relatives? Black voters, because their grandpas were slaves. Interesting. Yeah. The term refers to an ugly and unfair history and voter disenfranchisement that continues today. I'm so glad they said that continues today because mm. I was reading ugly and unfair history and voter disenfranchisement and I was like, it's still going on. It's still going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. Still to this day. Mm-hmm. Quite literally actively happening. Actively happening, particularly in this grand state of Texas. And Georgia. And, and, I mean, uh, pretty much yeah. all yeah. of the states. All of them. Um, I mean, is California okay? We're not sure. Yikes. Um, <laughs> hold one second while I get some cards. All right. So for our <gasps> next segment, we uh, have... A, a crazy thing happened, and Casey and I saw each other, and he actually remembered to ask me, for these cards that I've been withholding from him because I'm terrified of doing <laughs> We've this. We've hung out like probably, I don't know, <laughs> 10 times in between us adding this segment. And, yes. um, I was like, oh, I forgot the cards. But Casey happened to be at my home where the cards were. And I could no longer pull that excuse. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is from the board game Idiomatic by the Good Game Company. By the Good Game Company. Mm-hmm. All right. So our first, how do you do this? You just go? You just say the thing? <laughs> you just say the thing, the first thing, and I'm supposed to guess the second thing. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, the first clue is, the first cinnamon is, <laughs> fitting tight like an insect in the carpet. Snug like a bug in a rug. Wow, great job. Thank Look you. Look at you. Oh. <laughs> you guys have no idea the like, stage fright I'm having right now. Perchance the footwear is your correct size, put it on. If the shoe fits, wear it. Wow, so easy. You're that which you devour. You are what you eat. Wow, see? I want to keep going. Yeah, they're really fun, right? Hey, idiomatic board game. We really like you guys. <laughs> Yeah, can you sponsor us? Yeah. So, thanks, Casey, for the... Oh, wait, I want to do one more. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Hollering the medical injections. 
Yelling the shot. Yelling the shots. Calling the shots. Calling the shots. Great job. Thanks. I thought you were going to be bad at these. <laughs> I thought I was too. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. Because <laughs> I've always had the cards in front of me. Here's uh-huh. the, there. Look, we just got a life lesson here, guys. You can do anything you want. The you world is to, your oyster. Your world is your oyster. Super fun. You guys, if you would like to support us on our Patreon, you can support us at patreon.com forward slash the language lie. Or if you'd like to email us with an idiom suggestion or an international idiom, all kinds of jazz, just general combo. You can do that. It's the language lie at gmail.com. Feel free to slide into our DMs at the language lie, all one word on Instagram. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Do the follow thing, guys, if you can, because it's yeah. our, whatever, been tricky lately. I'm the IT department. It's really hard. I'm struggling wow. over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, and I'm sorry. We're going to go and do our language lie after dark now. Bow chicka bow wow. <laughs> In which... We record a somewhat racier idiom, and those we're going to put up on our Patreon. So if you'd like to hear us talk about some things that are a little bit more daring, shall we say, go over there to Patreon and support us, and we'll talk to you then. Cool. Bye. Okay. Bye.